0: Shades of Football, your uh, weekly dose of Korean football nonsense and whatever else we're going to talk about this week. Um, Intro music there, Paul, I think was by the Laotian national team, am I right? Or was it another bunch that slipped up eight times during the week? It was. It was by the
1: world-famous K-pop group G-Friend, a lovely bunch of six ladies who managed to fall over eight times on a stage between them during a four-minute song, apparently, according to the Daily Mail.
0: Uh, if it's in the Daily Mail, it must be true.
1: It's in the Daily Mail, it's on Facebook. I haven't checked Wikipedia, but two sources are good enough for me.
0: Although so. I think the Daily Mail did say they fell over eight times and then tried to Ill- illegally immigrate into the UK. I
2: think I did say after after falling over eight times, they took refuge uh, under the stage.
0: So yes, uh, talking about Laos, did you watch that game? I did. I guess we should talk about it. Maybe before we do, we'll talk about the uh, get the K-League stuff out of the way, but it was a okay. a farce, wasn't it?
2: Can we get the shite out of the way first?
0: <laughs> Kaylee <laughs> Challenge or Laos? Which one do you want to get out of the way first? One was what? Well, tell you what, because nobody's got anything interesting to say about the Kaylee Challenge, let's do that and get that out of the way. That'll take two minutes. Okay. And then we'll talk Laos, because that was at least there were some goals there. Okay,
2: so Stevie, <laughs> give us your expert opinion on the Kaylee Challenge
0: then? Eh? Well what I did, I did I know. The game I did see, or at least I saw the highlights, uh, I didn't go to the match itself, but Eland actually managed to win a game 3 um, 1 away at Chungju. They were 2 0 up within eight minutes. Jumin Q back on the scoring trail now. I think that's two and two games for Jumez. And then Kim Jae Sung knocked one in. Even big Carlisle Mitchell managed to get one in the second half. Um, I didn't see Mr. Homework playing for Chungju. I think he was absent, so that's probably why they lost. 3 1 8. I
1: did see one, actually two of your fans out in Xinjiang on Saturday night.
0: Both of our fans, then.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Some were they wearing uh, Ameri- SE Soul shirts? <laughs> they were wearing the the, Elan, the new Elan shirt. Oh, okay. he, he was a, one of those American frat boy types with his baseball cap back to front le- with a leopard skin peak on his cap. Oh, okay. So. Did
0: you see something Do you know him? abusive, too? American frat boy type with his baseball cap on yeah. back to front.
2: From that <laughs> epic
0: description by Paul. Sounds familiar, he, he actually. He was like this. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Kim. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Are they Koreans or uh, foreign, foreign types? Uh, foreigner. Foreign types? Yeah.
1: He was hammered as well. In beer o'clock. Beer o'clock in Shincheon.
0: Did he have a number on his shirt?
1: Yeah, he had Mitchell. His, his shirt was Mitchell.
0: You sure it wasn't Calair Mitchell?
1: He was a bit paler than Carlisle Mitchell.
0: <laughs> right, so the game you guys were going to go to, Ansan Police at home to Sangju, what did you make of that game that you obviously attended?
2: It was absolutely brilliant. Uh, yep, uh, four, four goals, all four by the four foreigners. Uh, a couple of Brazilians for Ansan, a couple of Brazilians for Sangju. Oh, sorry, I'm not doing good at making <laughs> this up, am I?
0: <laughs> so you, no, I liked that Brazilian as a Serbian. <laughs>
1: Um you, I was working, he was hungover. You did text me halfway through the second half and said it looks like we missed a cracker, so I went on I went on my football app and checked the score and it was 2-0 with all the goals coming but in. The he first would have half, been talking
0: so. about Africa TV again <laughs> <laughs> You should have gone on Africa TV and seen who was dancing. That's nah, too early at that time of day.
2: Are we missing a niche there? Maybe we could let <laughs> <we could> me <laughs> less picky at that time.
0: <laughs> Afternoon dancing.
2: But uh no, yeah, all all four goals came in the first half. So I'm glad they didn't go. All scored by Koreans for some reason. Yeah,
0: that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Um, pretty amazing. I, uh, think I think they're missing the trick there <laughs> with their racist signing policies. Uh, elsewhere, Buchon managed to get back on winning ways again. They beat Kyongnam 1 0. Kyongnam and the guy sent off. Um, biggest surprise, I guess, was Kangwon beat Anyang 4 mm. um, 1. Anyang took the lead. 1 0 up. You'd have thought at least they're going to get a draw out of that and then Kangwon just absolutely destroyed them in the second half. took until 66 minutes for them to score their first goal, but they won it 4-1. Did
1: Mr. Berry have the weekend off?
0: Um, I don't know. It looks like you took at least half an hour off anyway.
1: (laughs) Devastating
2: spell of, yeah.
0: Yeah. Four goals in 24 minutes. And then the big game was probably Daegu were at home to Suwon. Uh, Suwon went 2-0 up. And then Daegu pulled one back. But I think that tightens things up a bit, again, at the top of the table. You've got su on 44 points, Eland on 44 points, Daegu on 45 points, and Sangju on 52. So it's still pretty interesting. Butchon are still sneaking in as well, 41, they're just sitting behind.
2: They didn't play at the
0: weekend? Butchon? Yeah. No, they beat I just said they beat Kong one now. So who I know you don't listen to the podcast, <laughs> but you can at least listen to me when I'm talking in the room. <laughs> so that was working.
2: Who,
1: who, had, I the, I who still had the wake off?
2: That's the Ko had the wake off today. Ko Yang had the
0: week off. Yeah. 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 That's what I meant. You get mixed up between Ko Yang and Butchon. Uh, 'Cause they're it was
1: both St- kind of Yeah, he didn't play. Didn't? Was on the bench? It was on the bench.
0: Well, there you go, that explains
1: that it. That explains everything. Yeah. It's like uh, Puchon with the three Brazilians, right? We were talking about the other week. When they don't play, well, when two of them don't play, they lose.
0: So presumably Puchon had all the Brazilians, or at least one or two in the team.
1: Would like me to check?
0: Yes, why not? We'll get nothing but time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's got to be a song about that to use for <laughs> our outro music.
0: Yep, there you go, Lucia and, and, and Rodrigo Parana Start Al- the game Almir John came on win. Almir came on Five minutes before the goal was scored Almir probably
2: was involved At
0: least he saw it <laughs> <laughs> Taking pictures
1: <laughs> Distracting the goalie with his dazzling
2: boots He was flicking his hair
0: Changing his boots <laughs> Fixing his Alice band like, hang on! I've got to put on my purple goal celebration boots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anything else we want to check while we're here?
0: Um, no. I think I think that sums it up. Uh, how far behind everyone are Kiongnam now? At the bottom of the table, or not? Are they Chungju or bottom? Chungju bottom
2: again. They keep swapping places <laughs> more often than.
1: Except they both lost this week, so there's no reason for those
2: Irish to be there. Yeah, soccer week gets them wrong every single time.
0: Yeah. I think the only thing, I think I saw that Juman Q scored 20 goals and I noticed soccer he has them at 19, so somebody somewhere has made a mistake, maybe they're counting his uh, FA Cup goals, but I think he scored more than one in the FA Cup as well. So what I'll about start, uh,
2: Jaffa, is he still have an eye for goal?
0: I think he's lost out to Sissi now, Sissi's the big star at 2-1. Right, so I guess we should move on and talk a bit about the uh, Korea match. What did you think? 8-0, we should all be happy, right? We should all be ecstatic. Korea proved themselves to be far superior to Laos. If, if did anybody actually enjoy the match? We should ask that first.
1: Uh, it was relatively entertaining, I thought. Given like last few games we've been we've complained that like, they should have thrashed these guys and they've only won 2-0 or 3-0. Yeah. And then you're still complaining when, when they win 8-0. There's just no pleasing some people, is there?
0: Exactly, there is no pleasing some people. I mean, I think that, well, that's one of the things about games like that. From I mean, from our point of view and from Millie's point of view, they are no win games because if he if he pumps them eight nil, then everybody says, "Well, you should do the garbage." And if he doesn't, and everybody's on his back saying,
1: "For me, for you know, me, the best thing, thing about this game? is that Son scored a hat-trick, right? So all the Spurs fans are going to be really."
0: Salivating oh, in the World until he yeah. plays his first match for them, and then he's like, "Oh, this guy's actually shy. maybe Laos are not <coughs> as good as, uh, as Man United are.
2: and, and uh, Crystal Palace and yeah. Brentford."
0: Uh, I watched the game, or at least I watched a lot of the game. But what to be honest, once it went kind of two 0 the match was over as a contest. Laos was so that was about
1: fifteen minutes in, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: no. I mean it wasn't. When you see afterwards, you can say it wasn't much of a contest to start with. Um, but once Korea were 2-0 up, Laos were much worse than I thought. I mean, having watched Myanmar, at least they made a bit of a game of it. They weren't great, but at least there was a bit of competition. Laos, looked to me, looked like an absolute top team. They did nothing the, at the all. The goalie in. was terrible, <clears> wasn't <throat> he? Yeah. The
1: Laosian goalie.
0: Yeah. They... Can of remind me of uh, that
2: team from Vietnam that FC Seoul played in the... And the Champions League at the start of the season, yeah, they Hanoi, they lost TNT. 7-0, yeah, 7 0, yeah. Kind of remind me the same sort of thing. like, Every time Korea came forward, you were expecting them to score. Uh, it took some horrendous um, misses. The, 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 the Suwon kid missed an absolute cracker at one point. Like, obviously, Wang Hee Joe missed a couple, or a couple of poor, uh, poor shots. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think have so hit the woodwork as well like yeah.
0: three times two or three times anyway they hit the woodwork I mean, it
2: could have been 15-0 it could have been easy 15 yeah, it could easily
0: no. have been yeah. it was like Qatar yeah, yeah. I think yeah I, think I suppose positives from the game they won it they won it convincingly Son, Son, scored, a hat Son trick. scored a hat-trick um, it's Kwon Chang Hoon looked a good player EJ Sung came on scored a good goal so he looks like he's got potential Yi Chung Young scored a goal Yi Chung Young scored a goal getting back to form they had, um, Wang what's Edoke's his name? First cap. Con, goals. Never get an easier game than that, would he? And Juan Angel got his first cap, it's just like... Wang got his first cap, didn't score a goal, so that'll be his last cap, presumably.
2: Probably, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess he will get a game against Lebanon when there's no one else. I guess if... Son's what, the what did you
0: make of the guy? Suk? I wasn't that impressed, considering what he was up against, but... Didn't he score? He scored one. He scored, scored one, one, I think, yeah. It uh, wasn't... wasn't bad. But you're right. He wasn't terrible. At least I think he was a bit of a physical presence, but he didn't look to be the answer compared to any other guys that that Korea have tried up there.
1: But I guess you're right in that you haven't really learnt anything from that game.
2: No. I think the big thing will be the uh, Lebanon game. As we've discussed, Lebanon are are a bit of a bogey team. I think if Korea go there and beat Lebanon one or two now, then you can see, yeah. Lily has got them playing, progressing. I mean, they're in cup. Like. And
1: of course, despite winning eight nil, they're still second on goal difference to Kuwait. So, yeah, who themselves must have had a big win. Yeah, so they'll,
2: they'll, they'll pump Kuwait, whole mind away. It's my prediction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think I think Korea's record generally when they go away to the Middle East is not that. Uh, that ah, great I think they do they, I mean I think they've drawn against Kuwait away in the past or maybe even at home yeah, in the past we, yeah, but
1: I, I was reminded that, that that draw they had away in the Maldives which was one World Cup ago two World Cups ago yeah
0: ago. So, but I mean mm-hmm. you'll always get results like that And I mean I've got a bit of a bugbear about the whole qualifying system and how it works now because I think, I think it is now potentially becoming too much of a lottery and that goal difference against the Minnows is Going to matter maybe more mm-hmm. than how you actually perform against the, the top sides and determining the who wins and who doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I mean, there was the
2: last last World Cup qualifying campaign they like they didn't actually finish first. They finished second to Uzbekistan, was it? In the group. Yeah, Uzbekistan, No, no, it's Uzbekistan? It Uzbekistan. Lebanon. Uh,
1: Libya. Uh, uh, Iran. Iran. I want to say Kuwait. Iran. Oh, in, in the final group. The yeah. Yeah, the, Iran. Iran.
2: Yeah. I just kept shouting out Medusa names until I eventually was right.
1: Because they, they lost their final qualifier, which was home, against yeah. Iran.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully they've learned a lot of a lesson from that and that they'll they'll take them a little bit more serious than they seem to, because they, they seem to just expect that they would make the World Cup because their career. Um, so,
1: hopefully they'll take a bit more seriously. Yeah. six or seven yeah. in row, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Was it eight
2: now? I, don't
1: think. But, I mean,
0: I guess from their point of view as well, that's all they've got to do. It doesn't matter if they finish first or second, they've just got to qualify. Yeah, but I think there was a lot of embarrassment. It, I it was, embarrassment, it I was tighter it. than tighter than they wanted it to be. Yeah, cause yeah then because at one
1: point it was only because Uzbekistan themselves fucked up that they actually got through. Cause yeah, because yeah.
0: They were almost if, ended up yeah. in, the, in the playoffs. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: If Uzbekistan had scored like one more goal, Korea would have been in the playoffs and yeah. etc. Cetera, et cetera, uh,
0: cetera,
2: so uh, Both games were on at the exact same time. I remember watching it. Uh, yeah, Uzbekistan. I think were one nil up and got one each draw. No, no. Two one time wasn't it? Squeaky uh, two ball time. one wasn't it? I think they were yeah you're, you're right they were one goal short of uh, putting Korea into the playoff spot didn't, but I guess Uzbekistan themselves didn't qualify then Dave right no
0: there was a playoff playoff between Asia and New Zealand
1: so and then, yeah no no it was New Zealand Mexico because New Zealand, was New, absolute, Zealand Mexico, ap- yeah. New Zealand got absolutely pumped by Mexico so oh, was the it Asian Uruguay? team must be Uruguay the Uruguay or played off whoever, whoever was f-
0: Jordan or someone like Bahrain? that Bahrain Bahrain or Jordan yeah one of those one of those countries that Mark keeps
1: showing, now So, so whichever, so basically you end up with two, two groups of five or six for the final round and the top two go through automatically and then whichever teams finish third play off against each other for the right to play against South America in the playoff. Yes. So Uzbekistan must have lost to, let's say, Bahrain. Let's for, say
0: Bahrain, yes.
1: So what you're trying to say about the system is that
0: but where it's, I a, it's, it's a from? waste
1: of time for Korea to be playing against these minnow teams.
0: Well... Yeah, I mean, my, my my take on the the new system is it's a, it's not it's not preparing the top Asian teams as well as it could to compete in the World Cup. When you look at you look at the way the even the old system wasn't doing it, but the new ones actually made it worse in that they're going to have to play a bunch more weaker teams where there's no competition. It's not a competitive match when they've got to play Laos mm. if they're going to beat them eight now.
2: I mean, I guess the. The kind of way of defending it is the fact that Iceland have qualified for the first ever uh, World Cup or something. And then but but I actually do agree with you, Stevie. I think I think looking at the system that that Europe has and looking at the system that Asia has, I don't think you can actually compare them and say that they actually can be used in the same way.
1: Well, if if you look at it on a completely, you've got six different regions in the World Cup, right? Yep. So South America, 10 teams, everyone plays each other home and away, done. Mm-hmm. Europe, split into how many groups of 5 or 6, mm. everyone plays each other home and away, done. Then no okay. play, no play off. Africa, they take oh. they play some kind of preliminary round to get rid of like so they, they take the, the bottom 20 teams, maybe, mm. and they play each other home and away, get rid of 10, that's their World Cup qualifying, and then the rest go into groups, and I think this year they're doing an extra group stage as well. Oceania, they take the the bottom four teams. They play off to decide one team that goes in with the other relatively stronger. So you got
0: they keep playing until New Zealand wins, basically.
1: Yeah. Unless of course they fuck up like they did in the Confederations Cup last time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, so they've got 11 teams in that region. So they they try to get to two groups of four. So they've just played the the one group stage with the American Samoa, Samoa, Cook Islands, and. Hunger.
0: I guess that the argument for the way they've set the system up—they've copied the European style, which is basically okay. Put all your teams in. They haven't quite because they—they actually do do a preliminary round of eliminating the real dross in Asia.
1: Except this year, uh, they're, they're, teams this like year, Bhutan shocks Sri Lanka. So you've got Bhutan who are 200th yeah. in the world in the group stage now. Yeah, which and I you, mean, it's
0: a bit a bit weird if you're going to have if you're going to have a theory of put all the teams in, why not just put all the teams in and have
1: But they're basically playing the same as North America, right? Whereas in North America they actually play three preliminary rounds, so it's a bit like the FA Cup. So they put yeah. in the real dross and then half half of them are knocked out, half of them go forward where they put in the, the minor dross. And then third round you've got teams like Canada and Jamaica, so the sort of the also rounds. So they've come in this round and then yeah. they'll go forward to I, group stages.
0: I can see, I can see why I can see the argument why people say this system is better because what they're saying is well you're developing the the lower nations by giving them the chance to play matches because previously if they'd gone out in the preliminary rounds that was it in terms of competitive games fair enough but I don't think you're helping them number one by throwing them up against Korea or Japan and losing 10-0 8-0 9-0 I don't think that's helping them Um, what's helping them so what
1: you're saying is like take the take 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 your top so take your
0: really top sides because I, th- I mean I think there's three things that you have to do. Yeah, the AFC have got a big challenge. They have to develop the top nations that are going to be representing the World Cup so that they're actually competitive. Because the last World Cup so, they yeah. were a joke, and Asian football came out of that World Cup looking like a shambles. So they need to find a way to get the top sides better prepared for the World Cup. They need to get the fans engaged with actually watching the games, and I don't think fans for very long. Are going to enjoy turning out paying money to watch Korea beat Laos 9-0 or you know Iran beat Bhutan 10-0 or whatever the game's going to be.
1: But I think when we talked about this your idea was that you parachute Iran, Korea, Japan, Australia into the final round. And then play off everyone else to sort of get there. So you give the minor teams a few games yeah, it, against it, similar opposition. You'd have to look at
0: the numbers, how it works out with the mass. But I think you take the top, whatever it is, six, eight, ten teams, and you say, right, you're you don't have to qualify for the, the Asian Cup because the Asian Cup right is if it's going to be extended to twenty four teams, yeah. which I'm not sure is going to help the Asian Cup either. Um, but if that's the way they want to do it, then you've you've got you take your top eight out and say, right, you don't have to qualify, you're already qualified automatically, you've got 16 places then that the rest of Asia could play for. So you could still have groups where all of the teams are playing against, they've got a, you know, a group match against five, ten games, whatever, and they're playing against opposition where at least they've got a chance of, of competing. There's not such a huge gap. Um,
1: but you to, to counterbalance that, you were saying that OK, so since Korea and Japan are going to be pre-qualified, they're not going to be playing these these qualifiers right now, so they can play friendlies against top-quality opposition. But at the same time as Korea are playing Laos, England are playing Switzerland, Scotland are playing Germany. So are those top-quality teams going to be available for friendlies in Korea?
0: I don't know, but I think you'd have to look at it and see. you know, how can they make it work? I mean, I guess the thing is they wouldn't necessarily have to Use the same dates. They'd be free to schedule the friendlies whenever they want. They basically have a free, a free year or a free two years, or however the cycle worked. Um, I, I thought
1: friendly like FIFA well, I th- dates. I think there's FIFA dates, yeah, but I, mean, I suppose they they can schedule games at other times, but they yeah, can't I, get. I mean,
0: they could also play each other. It would be the obvious thing to say. Well, you know, if you can't find if Spain are not willing to come play Australia, at least, at least I mean, I think for I think the thing for me is I think you have to find a way where the best Asian sides. Are getting challenged more often because I, I think part of the problem for them is they're just it's so easy in terms of qualification there's only half a dozen sides that they really have to raise their game to compete against but they're always and there's always going to be like oh China drew with Hong Kong that happens in football there's always a luck factor
1: Guam beat India yeah, yeah.
0: And that's always going to happen but 99 times out of 100 Korea are going to qualify for the World Cup. Japan are going to qualify for the World Cup. Australia are going to qualify for the World Cup. And if not, anyway, you're going to pick, you know, it's Iran or Saudi Arabia or your eight top teams are going to be your four World Cup representatives. So I think the AFC have to find a way to actually facilitate those nations doing what they want to do. And, I I mean, if you look at what did Hiddink do when he had four years to prepare for the World Cup and he didn't have to do the qualifiers. He wasn't one to play games against Laos. He went and he found the best teams that he could find to play against and he played friendlies against them. And that was the best any of the teams were actually prepared for the World Cup was when they had free time in their schedule to just say, We're gonna go and beat Scotland. Was it five one? Four one? Five one I think. Yeah. Korea beat us <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um down in Poussin. Yeah.
0: But all that, I mean all that stuff I think you just have to find a way where the best teams can play against get more challenged, play against the best teams in the world, and actually be better for the World Cup. That's the games the fans want to see. And I mean I think in Europe as well, I, mean, I, I think there's been a big turn-off in Europe in terms of people going to watch international matches. And I think at least part of it is nobody in Germany really wants to go and see Germany beat the Faroe Islands 6-0. Nobody in England really wants to see England beat Moldova 5-0. Nobody in Scotland really wants often. to see Scotland draw... Nil Nil with San Marino yet again. <laughs> I think I mean but I mean in, in-, in Europe has a much greater strength and depth than Asia has. But even there it's like, well, half of the qualifying games are not interesting for yeah. fans. So I, I mean I think there's even an argument in Europe to say you should have some kind of preliminary preliminary game. round to say, right, the the crap teams like Faroe Islands and Luxembourg and Scotland have to actually yeah. They have to prove that they're the best of the rest. And I'm, I'm not saying, like, don't give them a chance, don't let them in the qualification, but I'm saying, right, there's 32 of you, 16 of you can get into the, the World Cup but, qualifying, but, but not all of you, or eight of you, the best eight that yeah. actually prove that you're capable. But I, the,
1: the, the problem I have with your reasoning is I'd, I just don't get where you draw the line. Because in we're, we've had, like, what, 20-odd World Cups over over history... And they've only ever been won by six or seven different teams. So if you're going to say that, well, so why, why let Korea into the World Cup in the first place? Because you know it's going to be Spain, Brazil, Germany or Argentina that's going to win it.
0: But it's, it's the same theory of, OK, Korea are not going to win it, but they've gone through a qualification process which says we're the best of the rest in that part of the world. So, all right, give us our chance. And I'm not saying Laos never get to play Korea. I'm saying if Laos are in a qualifying group with Philippines and Thailand and Bhutan and Laos beat them and end up top of that group, right? Well, you've proved you're you're decent. You've proved you can mm. beat the real, you know, you've proved that you can compete with these guys at the third pot, the fourth pot, the fifth pot. It's all right. You've earned your chance. Go up and take on Lebanon and take on Kuwait and take on Korea then. But don't have Korea playing half of their qualifying matches against teams that they should easily beat. Because it's, going to, it's, it's not going to help the teams that are developing to get beaten all the time. And it's not going to help Korea when they're playing games that they can win at 40% yeah. of their, their capability. The problem,
2: I think the problem there is that you have Korea beating Laos 8-0, beating, you know, let's say they play Myanmar, beating them 10-0, beat Bhutan 11-0, whatever. And then, and then they go to the World Cup and, and Algeria spiked them 4-1. You know what no. I mean? It's like that's, that, that's what's going to happen.
0: I mean, I can, I can happen. see why people want to develop the smaller nations in Asia because you need more challenge long term you need to get those countries to be stronger so that they can actually provide more challenge to the Koreas and the Japans of the world but right now they need to find a solution that actually has Korea, Japan, Australia, whoever else I, I prepared think for the World Cup so that they don't get embarrassed by Algeria who are nothing yeah. in I, world football. I think I think for me um, what
1: I don't like is when normally in have preliminaries you take the worst 10 20 teams, and you just give them home and away knockout basis before they move yeah, into the great game. I don't like
0: that either. And I think, and I think I you have to do it on a group basis. Where I, don't you give people see, a chance. I don't
1: want to see Bhutan playing two games every four years. And if like this year they, they beat Sri Lanka, so they got into the group stage, so that means Sri Lanka are probably not going to play many more games over the next four year cycle. Yeah, so I think if you if you had them playing in groups to, to decide who's so, let's say you take 16 bottom 16 teams in Asia. Four groups of four. Top two go through to the next group stage. I could live with that. At least I yeah. get a bit of a yeah. But to have them so, so in South, in North America, it's like uh, Cayman Islands play Bermuda, um, whichever team. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I mean done. I think
0: as an Aberdeen fan, having gone through the the Europa League stuff of you know you, you you win three games, you lose one, and then you get yeah you're out and you, you don't get any more games in Europe. Of course no. But I think I mean even in Europe, I'd say even in the, the European club competitions, I'd say you could easily have done a group stage prior to the Europa League, where you say, right, you play six games, win, lose, or draw, you get six games, so you've got that guaranteed, yeah. and then whoever wins that group gets to go into the yeah. groups proper. Yeah. And I don't know why you, you couldn't do that. You could easily do that in Asia as well, particularly if you just said, right, Korea, Japan, Australia, Iran, Saudi Arabia, whoever's the top eight sides in the rankings, yeah. you don't have to qualify for the Asian Cup yeah. So you do whatever you like for two years, or a year, also, and we're going to have this competition with the other thirty sides or however many are left.
1: Also, I think for me, one of the problems is this is a, a joint Asian Cup World Cup qualifying thing, isn't it? Yeah. And I so think it means it's the same. I think two years you, time, you perhaps have to you perhaps have to treat the World Cup and the Asian Cup as slightly different qualifying formats.
0: I think that's true, but I think they've done that purely to shoehorn in the. They wanted everybody in the qualification, and they thought, "How can we? How can we do this in a way that's yeah. not going to have Korea having to play Laos four times in the cycle rather than just twice?" But, but for me, I think it's very interesting to see, like Bhutan
1: and Guam, playing in the group stage in, the, in this, uh, this intermediate group stage, just to see how they can get on.
0: I mean. Uh, 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 how much of that's interesting because it's a novelty? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Will it still go be interesting in five years' time when you know they're going to lose every single game they play? Which is kind of like what you see in Europe, where you, I mean, you know Luxembourg are going to get pumped by everybody they play, you know San Bruno are going to get pumped by everybody they play, you know Gibraltar are going to get pumped by everybody they play, except Scotland.
1: <laughs> but having said that, I mean, occasionally. Occasionally the Faroe Islands will chuck up on odd result, right, when they beat Austria or when they beat... It, it yeah,
0: but uh, again, I, I, is that really what you want? Because there's always an element of luck in games. Do you really want it to be, we're just going to throw banana skins in front of the big teams, Plus. and then one of them's going to slip up eventually. So, oh. so right, well, what's, what's the dream scenario then? Um, Korea don't qualify for Russia, and... Bhutan do. Bhutan do. What's how's that helped anybody? Bhutan do because you know, Korea drew n- or not even Bhutan, but you know whoever it'll be, Kuwait qualified for the World Cup because because they scored ten goals against Laos and Korea that's scored nine goals that. against Laos, and then Kuwait go to the World Cup in Russia and they get hung by everybody. But
2: well, that's my problem, kind of like with the group that Scotland's in. I mean, they're right now in the same group as Ireland and Gibraltar, uh, Germany, Georgia, Poland. And it's say like everyone is humping Gibraltar. So when it comes down to it, between Scotland and Ireland, it probably is going to come down to who scored most goals against but Gibraltar. But if I'm right,
0: in Europe they they do the you, the goal difference against the bottom team doesn't count. Okay. Only if there's an
2: odd number. Only if there's an odd number. Of
0: is goals. it? Yeah. Uh, I thought well maybe they've changed. I thought the rule basically no was an odd number. they didn't count the goal difference against the. If it's an
2: even number, then they, they count everything because it's the even. I, I thought with Gibraltar
1: coming in, they they were able to. Do an, an even number of six team groups, right? Normally, oh, so, so normally do, like ten,
0: because normally... Sh- yeah, normally it was like ten six and there's one group of five. So they yeah. So yeah. just cut out the goal difference. Okay. So that I mean, that makes it even worse then. Because yeah. I think but the way they did it before was like, OK, we're letting you play, but you're playing on slightly different rules where we know you're going to lose heavily, so we're not going to count the goal difference against you. Because then that is pot luck.
2: That, that's uh, what it I mean, is right
0: now. But Korea, Korea score ten instead of eight. Because instead of hitting the post, the ball goes in, and suddenly you know, they're the qualifiers versus Kuwait, or the other way about, Kuwait have a good day, you know, the Laos keeper gets sent off after three minutes for doing something stupid, they score 15, and they qualify for the World Cup because of that one match. That's the kind of situation you could end up getting yourself into.
2: Well, it's what's going to happen in, in Scotland's group, almost oh, certainly. Terror.
0: And you, you don't want to get yourself in a situation where your qualifiers are based on luck. I mean, it's and really the whole point of the qualification process is the best teams go through, the best teams but, go and... Let's back to Scotland again.
2: I mean, I know it's a Korean well, we football go back podcast. Scotland, Mark,
0: but that's a bit rough. I know this is a
2: Korean <laughs> football <laughs> podcast, but Scotland have drawn with Ireland and, and beaten Ireland and yet are going to end up finishing below Ireland. Because they've done worse against Georgia or... Because they've done worse against, like, Georgia. But not, if, not against... Germany, Poland, because everyone once against Georgia and Jabrawa. And but isn't and that shit?
1: Isn't that always the point about uh, well, having a league versus a knockout cup competition?
2: It is always the point but that I think I think when it comes down to I mean okay, at least in that group there was some competitiveness. And at least in that group you did get Georgia beating Scotland 1-0. But in I think it's what Stevie's saying, it's like Korea, Lebanon, whoever against Laos, it really is just who scores the most goals. And I think... Yeah. I don't see the point, and I don't see what they bring. I I understand it's great to see them in a the tournament, right? Yeah. Bhutan, like Guam, Laos, brilliant. Well done. It's great to see you there, and we're really happy for you. Well done, guys, brilliant. I would rather they had to fight to get in that group stage. They had to fight to actually deserve to play against these teams. I mean, it's like years ago, I mean, it, it, it wouldn't happen now, but the years ago they used to laugh because uh, in in Europe, if you finished in a certain level, a certain position, you played Australia, who were always like the Oceania champions. Yeah. And I remember Scotland murdering Australia like 4-0. Alan Ruff was in goals. That's how long ago it was. Uh, and I remember us laughing at Australia's not even a footballing team. Okay, they've developed quite a bit, um, a lot, mostly based on their immigration laws, but anyway... But they've like, but I I just don't see. I think Australia's, Iceland's, I think they're they're the exception that doesn't prove the rule. I don't think it's got anything to do with the fact that they opened up or changed qualification. I think most teams just got stronger. But teams at like Laos, Guam, Bhutan, I, I don't see how how getting humped off Korea eight now is ever going to make them
1: better. I, I see what you're saying, but I I just don't see where you can how you decide where to draw the line. Because clearly, you draw a
2: line at a coefficient. You draw a line at a, uh, like everyone has a ranking in FIFA. I mean, f- the football
0: is arbitrary anyway. Everybody draws a line. Why? Why do you draw a line at twenty teams in the Premiership versus twenty six teams, teams in the Premiership? But you take because somebody draws a line somewhere and says that's where we're There's a FIFA
2: ranking system. Whether you believe I, yeah, it or not, the, the FIFA whether you ranking whether you whether you agree with it or not, there, there is. A FIFA ranking system that clearly states uh, that Korea are 52nd or whatever, uh, and Wales are
0: 140th. We could sit here right now and pick eight countries from which the AFC World Cup representatives will come from at the next World Cup, and probably the one after, and probably the one after. So we know who the countries are, that they need need to develop. I mean, I I get,
2: I think when you say that, then I think that does kind of throw some... Some kind of leeway towards Paul's point of view. Well, you know who's going to win the World Cup, or well, you know who's going to be the final. So let's just make it four teams. And I get the point, but Paul's making he says that. I think that what you do is, is you look at, at the ranking system, and you see, okay, take these teams like in Asia, there are however many teams. You take the top sixteen teams in Asia, and they form like yeah. the, the, the top two yeah. and eight. Be, and and the other a, teams just fight out. Like, that how would how be a do thing
0: where you do it. The only thing you would have to be careful of is. If Korea are playing playing friendlies, they'll drop down the FIFA rankings, whereas if Bhutan beat Thailand in a competitive game, suddenly they'll be the fifth best team in in Asia. I mean, that's the the way the rankings Welsh. Yeah, I mean, where are Wales now? They're like the seventh best team in the world. Eighth
1: or ninth, I don't know. Yeah, top ten, definitely. Definitely in the top ten.
0: Yeah, but I thought they went up recently, because they're above England now.
2: Yeah,
0: I
1: think they're... But uh, the other point is... I so saw the other Romania as well, right? Romania, in the top ten, you got Romania, you got Belgium, you got Wales. Would you say the three of the best teams in Europe? Ooh, but just by uh, canny.
0: Yeah, I think that's why you would have to look at it and say, well, do you go on the FIFA rankings or do you go on? You, maybe you take the top eight teams in the last Asian Cup, or you take the top team, the, the top teams from the last round of World Cup qualifiers. Something that's actually meaningful that you can say, right? Well. I mean, for me, the four teams that represented Asia at the last World Cup, who did shit, should, it, should at least have the status of well, you were the four teams that represented the last World Cup, so we're going to try and we're going to try and give you a little bit of leeway to develop yourself and better prepare for the next World Cup. Not to say you walk them through and hmm. let them into competition, but at least say, right, well, you were the four guys that did it last time, so why why should you be playing last? Why should Iran be playing Guam? Why should Australia be playing Bhutan, Bangladesh? Yeah, and you know I'm just I'm just throwing out mm. pot ones and pot fives. You know, why? It's not helping Bhutan either. It's not helping Bhutan if they have to fly to Australia and spend the money to go there, knowing they're going to lose and going to lose heavily. Get pumped, and come back and go. Well, did we learn something? If yeah, we learned, we're not good enough to beat Australia.
2: Yeah.
0: And then, and the problem with these the smaller teams as well as you saw in Europe, they tend to then just say, well whole goal is to minimise the number of goals we lose so they just park the bus but which is not entertaining for people to watch either.
1: Isn't that where you have to sort of hold your hands and say Gibraltar's doing a good job right because they come out and said other teams like San Marino whatever they're going to come out park the bus 10, mi- ten men behind the ball and Gibraltar said we're going to come out and play decent football try and do as best as we can.
0: Yeah which is fair but that's, this is Gibraltar's first ever time in certification. So you
1: think after being humped 10-0?
0: Well it'd be interesting to see if they maybe in four in Two three years time, they change their manager. They decide, well, you know what we're going to do. We're going to go and get Carlos Quiros, and he's a good manager. We've got some money, and then he says, well, you know how you how you get success. You just don't lose any goals, yeah. and we yeah. might we might hey we might get a draw against Georgia. We might get a draw against Estonia. We might get a draw against Latvia. Whoever, we'll just we'll just defend defend defend. Which is what every team in Europe's done, and basically all the small teams have just said, well, we're going to defend. Until they get to the point where they're like, well, maybe we can actually chart I mean, they play a different match against Germany or Spain or England than they do against, you know, Latvia or Estonia or somebody they think, oh, maybe we've got a wee chance here. But the, the English fans don't want to go and pay 40 quid to go and watch England beat Faroe Islands 7-0. And I don't think the Korean fans... I mean, what what was the reaction of the Korean fans here last week? Did, did people even know the game was happening? Nope. Um how many times are Korean fans going to pay travel to Busan, pay full Korean international prices, which are not that expensive, but relatively 20, you know, 30, they're still more expensive? 20, 30, 40,000 won a, mm-hmm. yeah, a game. Yeah, still game. 20, 30 dollars to go and watch the game, plus their travel, plus whatever else is involved, to go and watch a game they know is not a contest.
1: I think the kind of people that go, go and watch that kind of game is like not. There are people who want to go and watch Son Hong Ming. But M- there was, Th- was right?
0: 30,000 people at Va right? Yeah, all,
1: all gone to watch Son Hoong Ming.
0: Yeah, basically. So do you think there'll be 30,000 people the next time laughs come? If they come? Well, it depends on they'll superstar it? Do you think they'll move it to I somewhere mean, else? I somewhere think, else? If they,
2: to be honest, I think the Korean... The people who follow the, the Korean national team, there are the the Red Devils, the kind of passionate football fans and whatever, but there's also... A good 10, 15,000 who go on because it was like Son was over. Oh, £2 pounds Spurs striker. Let's go and watch him. You um, you've got to remember the, the days
1: when th- Pak song was sitting on the bench and they'd show his face on the big screen and all the, the teenage girls would go, "Ah, it's Pak song even yeah. though he wasn't even playing. Is
2: yeah. yeah. I, I mean, d-
1: I despise the people go to national games.
2: I, Absolutely I, would to, I would have to agree. I mean, I think I think uh, the good friend of the podcast, uh, Alistair, once said that. The, the only thing worse than being in a K-League game was being in a football stadium with Koreans. <laughs> 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 and I think I think that's true. Like, they are one of the most infuriating bunch of people to watch a national or any team with, but particularly a national game with, purely because they, they have no idea who's playing, they have no idea what's going on, but suddenly number seven flashes up on the screen and everyone goes crazy because it's like, ooh, it's whatever number like he's wearing these days. But, I mean, um, I...
0: As I told you the story earlier... I mean, right? you, you also, the potentially, you get in the situation then, which is what Australia used to be like when they were still in Oceania, where the team they put out for qualification was guys who didn't play in Europe, had no chance of going to the World Cup. It was the David Zdralic's, mm. uh, you know, scoring 20 goals in a game against American New Caledonia or American Samoa or whatever. And then when it came to the crunch and it's like, all right, it's a, it's a real game now... That's when they called up the guys Harry, Harry Kuehl, and everybody else. So is it going to get the same situation with Korea then, where they're like, right, well, someone, we're playing Laos. You just stay home. Stay home. Key, you don't need to travel. Oh, and, and then, the, you know, the the Fergies and the Vengers of the world start saying, why are we sending our guys no. to the other side of the world to come back knackered so you guys can put eight past Laos instead of six?
1: Because eventually you leave enough guys behind, you you struggle to a 1-0 win against Laos.
0: But a, 1, a 1-0 win's as good as a 9-0 win, isn't it? You get three points. Well, not if you
2: end up, Iraq, <laughs> put nine by them, and you end up will get through, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I think, I mean, I don't think we're ever going to solve it, to be honest. I mean, I think, maybe we have different opinions but, anyway, but I think the, the idea is that they've tried this new system. Personally, I think it's shit. I don't, I mean the game went on in the restaurant I was in last Thursday. Uh, I was the only person who knew it was even on in the first place. Yeah. Uh, once mm-hmm. I put it on, Koreans were like, what, who's playing? National team's playing? Uh, they watched it until 4 0 and then they turned back to their bottles of flavoured soju and um and their and their giggling hordes of hyenas and that was it. Um, yeah.
0: I mean and that, I mean it's like that's it. They, that also partly that that's that's kinda of the that's kinda of the Korean way and it's probably the same in a lot of Asian places where it's like we don't really care about qualification. We only, we only care about once they actually get to the tournament. But they care when Korea turn up and lose to Algeria.
1: Yeah. Maybe the answer is to do Kazakhstan and move to UEFA. Then they can have qualifiers against Spain, Germany, and Scotland.
0: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> as long as they don't bring An back, we'll be all right.
1: I mean, I don't think
0: there is an answer. I think there's. I think there's big challenges for the AFC because I think they've got a lot of problems
1: would would you ever support sort of having a qualification if we had concords and superfast supersonic jets would you ever support qualification on a global basis where they just put 200 teams in the hat and like pick them out so you could be in a group with England no. Venezuela no. Cameroon and no? no
0: i think i think i could see i could see a point of doing something to bring some of the some of the, the the different confederations together. So uh, I think the problem I would, would, I would be you su- would su- end up with a World Cup that's just Europe and mm-hmm.
1: South America. I, w- I would support going for four, con- four confederations of 50 teams rather than, because you've got 50-odd in Africa, 50-odd in Europe, and you've got, what, 40-odd in Asia, 10 or 12 in Oceania, 10 in South America, and 40-odd in North America, yeah. right? So you've basically got 200. I mean, Switch I- them into four four groups of 50, be done with it.
0: I think that I mean the obvious thing to do is to bring Oceania into Asia, but that's not going to actually help the problem of there not being enough good teams in Asia to. It would give you. To, it, to would give give you more, it, it would give you more. give you more draws. It would give you more
1: shite <laughs> <laughs> teams to play off in the preliminary round. Then.
0: Yeah, and then you would get New Zealand. But then I it, guess you know, I mean I'd rather have Korea playing against New Zealand than playing against Laos or Myanmar or. or but
1: then presumably, or if they do that, they just they'd, they'd all be in they'd all be in Asia, but they just regionalize it, right? So you'd have the the South Asian yeah, preliminary um, crop. the the Pacific preliminary qualification, and then get one team coming out of that. Each each area going to the main qualifiers.
0: Yeah, well, I get you could probably make an argument to say that you know Korea, Japan, and places like that could do a kind of East Europe, Asian qualifying confederation where you put you put Russia and some of the Eastern European you know, former Soviet places and and those kind of things. But I don't think UEFA would ever go for it, and I don't think any of the European nations would never go for being part of the Asian Confederation either, so
1: because yeah, they don't want to lose their glamour matches against Germany and yeah. France. To so.
0: I mean, I know UEFA have looked at international leagues for the for the friendlies. I think mm-hmm. they're going to do that now, aren't they? For the like the friendly competitions are going to be in a league format. So I mean, you could potentially see. Well, why could Korea not join that league? Why could Japan not join that league? Why could Australia not join that league? Especially since most of their players are in Europe anyway. You know, you'd only have to fly out the half-dozen guys that are playing in the K-League or China. Or in Korea's case, the J-League. <laughs> yeah, well, who'd have to charter a special one of those American troop transporters to get like J-League boys across? But, I mean, I don't think there's any easy answers to it. I think that's the, what the AFC's stuck with. But I think the problem they've got is there's not enough challenge for the top sides. I, th- I don't think the priority is how do we develop the smaller nations, because I think that's...
1: But look at, looking at the recent qualifiers you've seen that Guam have got a couple of wins under their belt already right yeah um, the, the surprising thing for me has been how crap sort of traditional second tier teams like Malaysia and Thailand have become Indonesia because it was not so long ago well, Indonesia are not in the competition yeah, they, they've dropped out, out yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's not so long ago that Indonesia and Thailand were on the fringe of qualifying so they were sort of the team that finish fourth when you need to get in third to play in the playoffs and now like Malaysia got pumped 10-0 by some Middle Eastern team maybe Saudi or someone like that Yeah. so they, they got really crap and Thailand were not too bad and then they, then they appointed Peter Reid and it all went downhill <laughs> <laughs> but.
0: but I think again that kind of shows it's like it's not as simple as saying well if you put if you let teams have a chance to play better opposition they'll get better a whole host of things, it's all about you know how does the league develop, how do your domestic players develop, how much money is kicking around. I mean, Kazakhstan have improved from a complete nobody to a mediocre European side, but how much money is kicking around in Kazakhstan and the league? But, but their national you know,
1: team's still crap, right?
0: Well, they, I mean, it's crap, but it's not, it was really crap, and now it's you well, only have to that's that's
1: come from moving from Asia into Europe, though. Hasn't it's it? come
0: from Well, it's come from moving into Asia and into Europe, it's also come from the fact that. There's a lot of people a lot of money throwing money at Kazakh football and developing players and the league's getting better and everything's generally getting better. It's not as easy as saying, well, if Kazakhstan play Germany twice in four years, mm. they'll get better. Because mm. they won't. Uh, you know, there's, there's so many different factors and Laos could play Korea every every weekend for two years. And they're not going to improve.
1: They'll improve a little bit. Well, well
0: so they'll, the learn, improved? they'll learn. They'll learn. They'll learn. So Mars have improved over the last two years.
1: Over the last month, yeah. <laughs> <They've> improved? <laughs> they've, no. They've gone from being, being thirty odd nil to five nil.
0: But I mean, but only but because they said uh, we need to change something. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only the only real thing positive I can see from throwing the, the kind of the lower teams into that mix is what it does do is make it obvious how much of a golfer is in class. Yeah. And I, I guess then the AFC have to say, well, we can't hide it. You know, it's there. We need to do something about it. I but mean,
2: if I if I can be honest, I think you're always going to struggle. To find any any agreement with an Englishman about international football when you've actually never been in a situation quite like we have as Scottish people, they watching their team get humped left and who, centre. Who's this
1: mythical English person you're speaking? The about? guy who wore the
2: David the guy a David Beckham shirt. The guy who wore David shirt. <laughs> He's on a Sheffield Wednesday. So time. I mean, I think I mean they. I think they. To be honest, I mean, I've never watched. I mean, watching Scotland, I don't see where Scotland have improved. Like Scotland haven't qualified for the last what now? But on six tournaments now, a bit more than six now. Uh, Like uh, ridiculous, but yet every year we're drawn in groups with Spain, with France, with Italy, with Germany. Where's the progression? We're we're not progressing, and so we're not progressing because we're getting drawn against shit teams. No, we're we're the shit team, being drawn against the big team, but it's not helping us at all. Yeah, I'm not saying that Scotland should be in a group with Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia. Actually, I am saying that. And Bhutan. <laughs> that's
0: what i mean. And Bhutan. I think and that's England's World Cup <laughs> think group, that's what I'm saying. Lithuania, <laughs> Latvia, Estonia, and Bhutan.
2: But the, what I mean is that I think I mean putting, for example, a Scotland in with a you know, like Germany, France, Italy, Spain. That's what it's been the last four tournaments. That's the four teams that we've had: Germany. Spain, Italy, France. That's not in chronological order. That's just, I can't remember. That's the four yeah. that we've had. And we've been humped off them. And we haven't progressed. And we're, we're only getting better now because we have a manager who, when well, I say we're getting better now, we just lost one we with We're Jordan. getting better,
0: yeah. We we're
2: getting better. We have a manager who actually can manage. But ultimately, at the end of the day, they I think team. And I think people always base this on the fact, and I keep, I keep going back to Iceland and to Greece, but Greece won a tournament in their home country first of all. Iceland have qualified for a World Cup for the first time in their history. And everyone's like, see approves, it, it proves it. No, it doesn't prove it, it's a fluke. I don't think it proves it. It proves that maybe something maybe maybe
0: the Iceland FA but I, maybe, th- although, I think, well, well, I think maybe, part of the thing is though, well, people like to see shocks, people like to see but surprises. Maybe so Iceland qualify for something like, Oh, that's so great, little Iceland they qualify for something but
2: but maybe the Iceland the FA did
0: something 10 years like ago. So, so like, what? What, what I'm
2: saying is, like, is, it, is it because Iceland were playing against Germany, France, Spain, uh, 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 Italy, England, or is it because the Iceland FA went, wait a minute, we're shy. Let's change our training methods. Let's change our blah blah, blah. Let's start doing seven a size instead of like 11 a size as kids and blah blah blah. And, and, and they developed football from like maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago. I guess it's because with
1: of European football becoming more. It all comes back down to. And plus, we can travel a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: yeah, I mean, a lot of it is
1: people like I, Idriguz Johnson, and
0: yeah, at some you point,
1: Johnson and players like that being able to come and play in the
0: Premier yeah, League. Yeah. And at some point, yeah, Iceland will get a good batch of players. And maybe in the past they would all stay in the Icelandic league, but now they go and play in the Bundesliga, they go and play in the in the Premiership, yeah. and they develop as players individually, and then. You say, OK, right, well, these are actually decent guys, and then they get back to the other national team. A little bit of luck. Yeah. Which is always a case in football as well. You know, you always need a bit of luck. And then cool. they qualify for the World Cup. OK. Well, that's right. Where, so,
1: so what you're saying is that teams like the Faroes, San Marino, where it's postmen and painters and builders, yeah. and that that's never going to be able to happen for them. But
0: uh, Completely. I mean, I think, I think yeah. they do. I think if you, probably if you looked at the Faroe Islands, they're probably a good example of a crappy team that has improved. 'Cause I think the Faroe Islands are a better side now than they were ten years ago or twenty years ago. But I don't think it's because they were playing Germany, I don't think it was because they were no. playing England. I think it's because they were getting to play teams about their level. They got to play Latvia and they got to play Estonia and they got to play Plus i come to Azerbaijan or well? whoever and they're like, Okay, right, well we're learning and maybe one of their guys. I think they did have a player who played in the Bundesliga or Austria or somewhere like that. Mm. So you know, they got a couple of players, they get a good striker and they can suddenly score a goal and they have a good, good spell. But, but Faroe Islands are never going to represent Europe in the World Cup. But also from think from like now it. to eternity, Faroe Islands wait. are never going to represent. Europe When does that? come
2: comes from the FA and, where, and, and what the FA do at grassroots level as well. Yeah, it's not. And really, I think, and that's the thing. I think people are just thinking, okay, Laos will play Korea. Like, uh, like, it's like like magic. So the 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 Laos FA have to just like the Korean FA don't and should have to look at grassroots football in the country, develop young players, keep them in the country, keep them playing there until such times that it's ready to move overseas, and then whatever blah blah blah. And I think that's what
0: makes a team progress. It's not just the, the fact that. You when, play. You play Germany. When when will Laos? Twigs? When will Laos be competitive? When you start to see two or three Laos players in the J League and the K in the K League in China, when you see you know a couple of Thai guys getting picked for teams in China, but that that's not happening at the minute because so, the domestic infrastructure is not there. So basically, what you're doing is taking a toddler and throwing him in the deep end of the pool and saying, swim, swim. So but and then everybody going, well done on drowning. <laughs> But th- this year, right? This is so much. This is so, helping them so much. If only out, has anybody got another kid? Because this one's dead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this year they've expanded the Asian Champions League, so they included a, a, a Myanmar team and a couple, couple, more Vietnamese teams than usual. And so by doing that, theoretically.
0: But could you imagine if they'd said, well, rather than four teams in the group, we're going to put five, and then FC Seoul got to play Al- whoever the Laotian, La- Laotian champions were. And you know, Gambo Osaka got to play whoever the Myanmar champions were, and Guangzhou Evergrande got to play whoever whoever the Bhutan champions were. Nobody would say that's helping the Bhutan champions to have to travel to China and lose 25 0 and go back and go, Oh, I wish that never happened. But for some reason, when it comes to international football, people, the, the sense goes out the window and it's. You know, back to oh, well, they're a country, so they deserve to be in the same place as everyone else.
1: Mark's got the. Uh,
0: African Mark's, African. Mark's got Africa. Out. That must be time to move on. Yeah. So Mark's back onto Africa TV. Uh, I don't know if that means he wants to or not do his rant about referees this week. Yeah, do yeah. Um, the guy so, you were upset with got his comeuppance in the end, didn't he? For well,
2: five game ban. Five game ban. Yeah. For for being found to be completely and utterly. Illegitimate. Rubbish. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking I mean disgraceful. So was, was, I guess, bring us on to uh,
0: how much time have we got left in the podcast then to talk about referees? Oh, really? well, well our World Cup section
1: kind of that
0: dra- right, dragged yeah.
1: on a bit, so Next week Next
2: week.
0: <laughs> okay. So are we just gonna wrap up the podcast then and do the weekend preview? What's happening at the weekend? Uh, some games are getting played. Some games are getting played. Paul, where are you going to be? Chundobuk. Probably. Chundobuk,
2: probably. I, I, I hope you are. You've put a post on the Diablo's website and people are saying they're coming.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's a bit annoying. They've changed the, the way that they're running the away trips. So it's it's management of the away trips has moved from the social. You're to speaking, but
0: the subtitles underneath you say Kelly's not coming, so I'm not going. Kelly, <laughs> Kelly is going. And Crystal, too, actually. Oh, well. Mark will be there then.
2: So. For those of you who can't
1: see, I'm making a... ...face. For those of you who can't see, he's doing a wanky motion. <laughs>
0: that's because he's on Africa TV, isn't Yeah, I'm That's like, the usual motion.
1: Should we do the challenge first since we got it up? <laughs> that's what she said.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bada-bing. Where? We haven't had that, that's what she said all oh, night, haven't? We've had like five.
0: <laughs> five. <laughs> we we haven't had one all night, that's what she said. <laughs>
1: I don't know I don't know, I don't know how many of them we're gonna cut out, so we've had some How, how or do not?
0: People, how do people continue? how do people listen to this? That's, yeah, so, yeah. So
2: I was trying to say, how do people continue to listen to this shit? I think they don't. I think I mean I don't you what don't.
0: don't Paul, Paul doesn't. He edits it. He just cuts stuff out at random.
2: We are only five viewers now? Five listeners even? Not five viewers. Fucks it if the us, it would be none. <laughs> Christ.
1: But we're gonna have a whole bunch of new listeners from in a few weeks' time, right when the interview goes Oh, out. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: For one week only, anyway.
0: <laughs> For one week only. No, we're probably not. Nobody probably reads this thing. Shit, either. Right, K League Challenge, K League Challenge, K League Challenge. I'm doing that again, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> right, so do you want to look at the K League Challenge first, then, Paul? I know you love the K League Challenge.
1: Yeah. Um, where, where are you going to be? Are you going to be at uh, one of these games? Where am
0: I going to be? I'm going to be at Pyeongchang. So, not. My last K3 ground. So I won't be at uh, Daegu or Bucheon. I've got a busy weekend. I think about three games. Yeah,
1: but you are going to Eland on Monday. Uh, going, going to, E-land to K- on, 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 Monday, on Monday. Yes, down to Ilan on
0: Monday night.
1: So let's take it. So we got we got challenge games on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday.
0: Yep. So it's Daegu at home to Chungju, easy home win. Yep. Bucheon at home to Sangju, easy home win. Draw. Who knows. I could go anywhere could go anyway uh, depends what colour boots Almir's wearing <laughs> if he's got his uh, green and pink stripy beating the army boots on then they'll win it for
1: 4-0 depends if the Brazilian collective have got their work well,
0: it depends if the Brazilian collective actually get a game mm. if he leaves them out again then they'll probably lose 4-0 maybe,
1: maybe they've got I a think bit. if you
0: if you happen to be listening in Macau or Singapore or wherever you want to just get a hold of the on manager and just say are you playing the Brazilians or are you leaving them out yeah. And if it's you can work that one out, it will be a win or a loss. It's maybe it's
1: maybe it's done by them in their contract. so we can't play two yeah, games in a week. The
0: contract so basically, what we're saying is depending on whether Brazilians play or not, if Brazilians play, we think Butchon might sneak it. If they don't, Sangju will scooch it. Yep. Okay, moving on to Sunday. It's uh, Kang won at home to Koyang. Yang. Are we win? Who knows? Draw. It's the. Uh, I, it away, I think Go Yang are on a bit of a run. It's time for the not so super matchy again. It's Anyang are at home to Suwon City. Uh, um, I'm going to go with an Anyang
2: home win. And that's going to throw the cat amongst the proverbial pigeons.
1: Depends if Mr. A draw. Mr. Burry will be back or not.
0: Yeah, I think
2: Anyang will win that
0: one. So, the one other thing we have to think about, sometimes we should do a podcast special on. Whatever happened to the other American that signed for Anyang?
1: Well, I reckon we've got two choices here. You can either put an ad on a, a carton of milk saying, have you seen this guy? Or you can just go straight to the source and ask Austin
0: if he's seen I think I did him. ask him when he said, uh, yeah, he was injured and he never played and he's a good guy. And
1: Still here? As still far stalking. as I know,
0: he's still part of the Anyang squad. But I don't think he's ever, I don't, as far as I know, he's never actually got a... A minute mm. on the field for Anyang.
1: Plus, they so this MOU with the, with the American side, right? So, can we expect some more imports next year?
0: I guess it depends whether they think they're going to get another Austin Berry or another, the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Monday night is uh, Kyongnam. Kyongnam the challenge? I know, Monday night's Kyongnam against Eland. I'll, I'll go down and see what's happening there. Yeah, I might come down as well. <laughs> <laughs> <But I'm laughs>
1: expect, expect a live podcast from Kyongnam on Monday then.
2: Yes, why not?
0: I'll drive. He's you driving. Down. Be down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, that'll wrap up the uh, uh, challenge with Elon being however many points behind you So, guys, you're the classic experts. What's happening up in the classic? I guess all the big teams will be beating all the wee teams, and that'll be the end of it. It's well, going to be classic,
1: whatever happens.
2: Hopefully, hopefully, Paul's going to move it on to the weekend and not and not keep it on the, end of the games. Thanks. Um, Pohang away, nope.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, for me, they're away. Pohang Pohang away. away if you're a Songnam
0: mm. fan. Yeah. Pohang at home, to Songnam.
2: be honest, chances are you're not a Songnam fan. Uh, so, Pohang v Songnam, John Book Song, the two biggest games. Probably Sue went into a in big game as well. Um, but I reckon that. Um, Kanju Busan, also? Oh, sh- that's a terrible game. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's, the, it's the top six versus the bottom six again, isn't it? Yes, it is. So so probably the biggest game of them all doesn't really probably, matter anymore, does it? Probably John Book V soul at the very strange three oh five
1: kick off time. I assume that's for TV, because originally it was a different it was a two PM kickoff and then it got shifted back to the,
0: the Sue One Soul games at the same three oh five and a yeah, week's time, so, so maybe maybe the police have stepped in and said, No, you gotta be five minutes later than that uh, otherwise will otherwise that big Scottish guy will come down again. <laughs>
2: You Diab- need five
0: minutes to wrestle him <laughs> in your cupboard. It's like
2: the, the,
1: the Diablos are going to be too hammered at 2pm, so we need to give him an hour and five minutes to sober so up. up yeah. We'll
0: tell everybody the kickoff's at noon and then we'll kick off at five past
2: three. But uh, no, uh, Pohan Sonar is a big game, obviously. Uh, depending on how Pohan go at Sangam on Wednesday night, it could be huge. So yeah, I reckon that will be a draw. Paul? Um, I'm going
1: go for one each. We Joe should be back by then. We Joe should be back by then. Might be a bit jet lagged. But or so excited. So Kim
2: Desan will be back by f- for Pohang as well.
1: So I'm going to go for a draw. <laughs>
2: draw, yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, John Booksell, you'll be there, Pop? Uh
1: Yeah, 99% certain I'll be there. Okay. Unless you beat me up when we leave here,
2: <laughs> put game. me in hospital again. <laughs> uh, you're thinking. John Book will beat Seoul. You think Seoul will get something from that game? Seoul, I don't think
1: Seoul's record at Chumbuck is too bad. Mm. Uh, um, obviously, the first time they played there earlier this season, they won 2 1, and the first 70 minutes of it was probably the best I've seen Seoul play this year. So if they can replicate that, um, they've got a good chance of beating them. Um, but. I think Chumbuk are very unpredictable and Seoul are quite unpredictable, so who knows. I'm going to go for a draw.
2: Yep, I think it's going to be a score draw. more.
1: No. Score draw, one I think all.
2: Pohang, Sonam could be a, a goalless draw, but I think uh, John Seoul will be a 1-0 draw. I think
1: Adriano will score, so I think. Running out the top six, Suwon
2: against Incheon. It's um, so a huge game, I guess, as well. I mean, if Incheon can keep winning, they've won four in a row. Yep. I guess it's huge if they can keep winning. Um, Inchon's record at Sulwon, I'm not sure. I mean, Suwon have been a little bit erratic this season as well at home. Like We beat them there just a few weeks ago. Um, but but
1: personally, I hope they win because I don't think they'll lose two in a row. And if they win this weekend, that means yeah, that they'll pump yeah. Seoul next weekend.
2: Yeah, I would imagine that you've got to look at that and say, yeah, you've got to hopefully win that one, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you'd I think you'd we'll agree with that, wouldn't you, Stevie? Absolutely. One hundred percent. I think Suwon will just have enough about them to beat Incheon
1: before getting pumped next week.
2: Uh, I don't know. I won't be
0: there. No, you know you you, you not going to pump them all individually. That <laughs>
2: <I> was yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're first. you second. Sausage girl, you're first. I thought you used your eyes on Big T.C., he's gone now. Uh, no, I'll be I'll be at Songnam for the Guwancha game. You sure? That's yeah. not going to be fun. Um. Anyway, on a Sunday we have Guangzhou versus Busan, always known as Y. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is that Busan Y Park? <laughs> Busan Y Park. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's got to probably Guangzhou win that one now, but in the day who cares? Really, between those two teams, really who cares? Two
0: terrible shite teams. Uh, I it's think pretty much decided now. Busan are going to be in the relegation playoff, yeah, right? Th- 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 it's th- going to take a minor miracle to get them out of that.
2: I mean, they're seven points behind Osan, they could throw a couple Plus of matches together and a
0: 16-goal goal swing as well but in terms of goal difference Yeah, so they're basically like 10 points behind, basically Yeah, so they'd have to win yeah. three or four matches between now and the end of the season They've only won five in the first 28 games Yeah,
2: and and they'd have to beat Osan in yes. the, in the, the remaining games
0: Which they conspicuously failed to
1: do last time out when we said they really needed to so Yeah,
2: so I, can, I really can't see... Have been
0: anything other than in the challenge uh, that season? There's not a lot to be decided. Daejeon are going down, Busan are going to be in the relegation playoff. So, Chonbuk are going to win the title, Suwon are going to be in the ACL, and then it's only really the other teams who are going to be in the ACL that we need to worry about. So, it's whoever's going to finish third
1: and whoever's going to sneak into the top six?
0: Yeah, well, it doesn't really matter if you finish top six or not, does it? And then who's going to finish seventh? Who's finished third? Who's going to win the FA Cup? That's the question. Seoul and
1: Seoul.
2: So, a couple of games left to preview, guys, before we. Uh, drift off. Drift off. And, uh, John Am vs. Dejan The 4pm kickoff live on uh, TV, obviously. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, that's the kind of game that we get baseball on every single station in the world ever. Pointless. D- John Am, Dejaan. 2 0 victory
0: for John Hamm. Do you know what the great thing is? You'll be at it. I'm going to that game. <laughs> So I'll give you the full ninety minutes. So that means we have, to talk, we have to talk
1: about that for ten minutes in the next podcast.
0: Well, no, I, I, well, it depends how much banter. I, there is. I, you said
1: you weren't going to be in the next podcast, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. And so I you'll be. And so you'll be at the. F- so you give us a full blow by. I'll give you the full blow by. Final game. Jejuus is all Is this the final game ever in Korea? <laughs> it's <laughs> yours almost. <laughs> I'm not um, going to be at that one, Jejuus. Why is that Il-san? half past four kickoff? Why well, have they got every single game kicking off at a different time than the, the one before it? I'm guessing it's a half
2: four kickoff so people can just make the last fight back to Osan. Just so they, they just need that
0: extra half hour to get to Jeju.
1: Except they probably can't.
0: Probably can Anyway, that should be a home win. So, Paul, before we go into the closing music, you wanted to tell us Korea have arranged a friendly match? Yep. Who's it against? Jamaica. Jamaica!
1: So uh, how does this fit in with your, your theory about playing friendlies against decent opposition? Is Jamaica good enough? Or?
0: Well I guess they're better than Laos. Although, I, I, th- I mean I think it's, uh, although it, it they actually m- makes sense because well, one thing you do want Koreans to do is to get experience playing against different styles of football so they should be playing against African teams, European teams, so kick teams.
1: So, Jamaica are playing in the CONCACAF Round 3 preliminaries. They've got a two-legged tie against someone. They lost the first leg, so they might even be out of the World Cup by the time they actually come. Plus, I think that's a double-header, so Korea away in Kuwait at the weekend and then come back to play Jamaica at home in a friendly on the Tuesday. OK. So. I'll
0: be interested to see if Jamaica pick Ryan Johnson for the <laughs> squad. Will you go? Uh, I won't be in Korea on October the 13th. You could fly back for the game. I could fly back. If, if Ryan Johnson wants to b- pay for my ticket, I'll come back and cheer him on. Will you yeah, up for that? Jamaica? Yep, definitely. I'll be in the Jamaican end. So you can do the old Jamaica and know she went of her own accord. I was trying to figure out. I hear your ex girlfriend's coming to the, Jama- to that to the game. game. Jamaica? Jamaica? <laughs> no, <laughs> just kill myself. So Paul, before we wrap this up, you got a song for us either for the Jamaican team or the Bints of Johnju or whatever you may have researched?
2: I said,